Happy Tuesday, everybody. You survived Monday. It's a very dreary Tuesday, though. It was starting to snow when I walked in here today, guys. Oh, it was? Yeah, I was like looking forward to it. Because if it's going to be like gray like this, at least some some white fluffy makes me happy. I know not everybody loves the, the snow, but as a jolly fat man with a beard that's turning white slowly, it's, it's my jam. I, I don't mind snow. I hate the um, when when they start going. Well, with the wind chill, it's minus. The second any sentence starts like that, I'm just like, I'm done. Like I, I'm ready for summer. But like, let's not say what it feels like. It's just that's the temperature. If it feels that way, that's what it is. I don't want to open the show with a political take, but Uh-oh. there are some days I'm pro global warming. <laughs> Drew Carey used to have a bit about that. He was like, I grew up, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. He goes, I hear all these people talking about global warming and the ozone and this, that. I'm outside with aerosol cans in each hand <laughs> trying to make it better. Um, so making it better just not really seemed to be a thing in the in the NFL. Last night's game, like, was great. If that was if that was a like a championship game and the season was over afterwards, you could be like, okay, that was that was cool. Like, you took out all the stops, like uh, Jake Browning comes out and reminds everybody that he had started over 50 games at Washington. He was the the uh, the Pac-12 Player of the Year. He was this like he looked phenomenal. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked really good, but he gets hurt, goes out. C.J. Beathard plays well enough to keep them in the game. It had a lot, but when when you know there's more games left, and you know there's a chance you're gonna for the first time in his career, Trevor Lawrence may not be able to start a game or or two or three or four or five. I don't love the game as much. <laughs> it was an awesome Monday Night Football game. The fact that these two rosters, and that's the way I'll use that, rosters, including coaches, backups, skill guys, big guys, these are well-put-together rosters. Like You can see why these were set to be some of the best teams in the AFC because even with these injuries, you still got some playmakers out there. I feel a little cheated as an NFL fan last night because if I got Burrow versus Lawrence, it would have been awesome. Browning was great. Yeah, he was. Like, I know you and I were a little um, underestimating Browning's abilities. Oh, yeah. As you mentioned, uh, not only good in the Pac-12, how about the all-time winningest quarterback in the history of the Pac-12? And that can't change now. Nope. And how about this other stat? No quarterback in the history of the United States of America in high school football threw more passing touchdowns in a career than Jake Browning. That's a hell of a stat. If someone told me, we're going to get the greatest high school quarterback statistically ever, I think he's got to be kind of good. I'll take it. I don't care if he's playing against Class D or seven-man football. I'll take the risk on him. He's only 27. I also thought during the game, what did the Jets, the Giants, the Patriots, no one thought this guy could be any good, huh? He just rotted on the Vikings practice squad for a while. Nobody thought this guy could do it again. And look, maybe it's Zach Taylor, their coach. Yeah. Maybe it's the offense for the Bengals that really made him look that good and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. But that was a fantastic game last night. Jacksonville, I thought that was going to be your moment. The fans came out. It was a great crowd. They were into it the entire time. That felt like the moment where Jacksonville was going to stomp Cincinnati out and say, we're the team to beat in the AFC. They played about as good as they could. That wasn't about Jacksonville not playing well. That's Cincinnati stepping their game up and saying, we know Burrow's out. We're not giving up on the season. And Jacksonville now having to look around and say, can we still not just be a top team in the AFC, LeVac, I think there's a real conversation to be had now if Jacksonville's even going to make the postseason. We did it with Cincinnati, and it's more about the AFC South 
because the Colts would be in the playoffs. The Texans, as good as they are, they're on the outside looking in. If you look at tiebreakers and everything else, that Jacksonville team's got to wonder, can we actually do this now without Trevor Lawrence? And where the hell's the cart guy? We can't get a dude, cart guy for Trevor dude. Lawrence? I, I, love, I love that that's what blew up because you – I'm sure at some point we'll have to discuss this. You know that I had a lot, a lot going on mentally during that time of the game. But I'm watching your franchise quarterback, who it, the high ankle sprain, which we all know, we know now, high ankle sprain is pretty much code for the worst possible thing you could do to your ankle besides shattering it into a million pieces. Like it feels like you'd rather have like a small fracture in there than than the high ankle sprain, but. He's, he's slamming his helmet on the ground. He can't stand up. He can't put weight on it. People help him off the field. People help him down the thing. People are walking around the house. Like, what the hell? You you got money for a pool, but you ain't got money for a cart? <laughs> it's Jacksonville, Florida. There's got to at least be a golf cart. Some, some drunk retiree who couldn't afford to live in Orlando is close by and could pull in and, and drive the guy down the hall. I love the people who posted the... Um, the Austin Power scene. Where <laughs> I he... wanted to do that so bad. That's the scene. Like, it's the same exact scene. Go ahead and say it. I'm sorry. Wait, can't, so he can't turn it around to get to him. Oh, it was so. <laughs> like, like, there's that moment where people don't know how hard your job is and you don't want them to find it out while you're screwing it up monumentally. But cart driver for Jacksonville, Florida, for the, for the Jags, you screwed up, buddy. We're going to need a new cart driver. We're going to. We're going to go ahead and, and, and move somebody else into that position. Um, Jake Browning was great. Bathard looked okay. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I, I think he is, he's legit. Like he is, I mean, I know like there's the waffling from you on him. I've had his back a little bit, but there are those moments where you're like, I want to see him do it all. Like he's a big physical athletic dude who can throw. Like I want to see him have a Josh Allen game. I want to see him have. Oh, you know, a, a Pat Mahomes game. I want to see him have one of those games where he runs for 20, 30 yards. He throws for 300, two-plus touchdowns. Like, I want to see that. I want to see it regularly. And at this season, I think you've seen enough that, like, you know, even the the one, um, was it Germany? It was a Europe game where he's supposed to have a bad leg and he's running all over the field. Like, there's all these things that are, he's doing this year, and he has never missed a start. Ah. Whether, that, whether, will he miss one now? Yes, I would say... Uh, even though quarterbacks in the medical world have tested me in 2023 of what I should and shouldn't believe, I would say, yes, he's probably going to miss time. But you said a certain name there that made my ears pop up a little bit. And another quarterback that we've discussed here. Let's play this game, okay? You're building an NFL franchise. Okay. And you get to pick between one of these three quarterbacks. Let's assume they're all healthy. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't change it. Whatever it is right now. You get to pick between one of these three and rank these three. The Albany Firebirds have moved to the <laughs> NFL. They're going to the NFL, and you get to pick between one of these three. Which one would you pick first, second, and third, and why? Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Could you make a case that Trevor Lawrence, even though he just got injured last night, might be a quarterback you want to start any NFL franchise with, even up against Allen Burrow? I'm going to assume Mahomes is one. Like yeah. We can have a conversation yeah. that Lawrence is now two in, who would you start an NFL franchise with? Mahomes is one. Lamar Jackson's awesome, but he's dealt with injury, so I'm taking him off that list. Number two, I think, is between Allen Burrow or Lawrence. See, I and I, when I like I know Burrow is great. Don't get me wrong. I was you talk about the ones that I I kind of whiffed on. I, I 
I kind of took the stand of him coming out of college because everyone else was so enamored by a guy who had one good year at LSU. And maybe, just maybe, I had a flashback to another LSU quarterback who had a great year and then went number one overall and ruined the Raiders, Jabusto Russell. Maybe I had a flashback. Obviously, Joe Burrow is a legit top five franchise quarterback in the NFL. I would take Josh Allen. I would take Josh Allen because basically one of the things I just said, I want to see Trevor Lawrence play some Josh Allen games. My biggest, if my biggest issue with you is you do too much, then I don't really have a ton of issues with you. Like, like Josh Allen's number one problem is Josh Allen will do whatever it takes to win, not realizing that sometimes him running the ball instead of throwing the ball takes away him, him not throwing the ball away and taking an extra hit takes away from his team. He's a beast. I think Lawrence is up there with him, but I also think you, I think there's a, there's a level to Lawrence we haven't seen yet. I think he is, and not, this isn't the good one. I think there's a good one too, but I think he's got a lot of anger in him. Like, remember the video of him playing basketball and he like, he's getting aggressive with people and stuff and everything. I think Trevor Lawrence has got, you know, long blonde hair, but he kind of tries to play him like he's soft. I think there's some anger in there that could come out at some point that scares me a little bit. Where Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen is who he is. That anger only comes out between the white lines. It's so close for me. I would barely take Allen. Like, I feel like the answer should be Lawrence, and if I did this question yesterday, I probably would have taken Lawrence, and I'm factoring in this ankle sprain probably too much in this conversation following the Monday Night Football game. I will take Allen because of the sample size being bigger. I've seen more from Josh Allen. I guess I threw in two little tricks I didn't even realize. People might not realize this. Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are the same age. Remember, Joe Burrow had the transfer year, and he's I believe they're both 27 years old. Now, Joe Burrow started his career in 2021, and Josh Allen started his career in 2018. So, look, 26, 27. They're, they're very close in age. But... Joe Burrow's played four seasons in the NFL. He hasn't finished two of them. Not great. Got about a six-month difference between these guys. Not great. Uh, Jalen Hurts probably should be in that conversation, too. I probably would put, actually, Jalen Hurts because of his playoff success third. So I would go Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, and then we can revisit that conversation with Lamar and Trevor and everybody else. But that's how good those quarterbacks are that are now injured for Jacksonville and Cincinnati. We're talking about if you start an NFL franchise, arguably – two of the top five in the league, and we don't know how much more time they're going to play this season. And, and the the big takeaway for me, too, about about the Jags, because, you know, again, I picked them I picked them to, to be the AFC team this year. They kept talking about Doug Peterson saying he had to come in and do a complete, like, like a culture overhaul. Like, they didn't, they didn't believe in themselves. And there was no, they, they didn't have team. They were, there was a lot wrong with them. Josh Allen had a great game. The other Josh Allen. Great, probably the best game as a pro last night, and it wasn't enough. But once Lawrence was out, they did feel like the air was out of the blue, and they were done. It did. It felt like it actually kind of felt like that before. They still feel like that team that expects something to happen that's going to make them lose a game, and it, and and it it came true last night with Lawrence. But there's the guys in Cincinnati, maybe because you've been to a Super Bowl, they they looked like they got it. Like you know, listen, Jake Browning. I don't care what Jake Browning does. I'm gonna. I'm going to play my butt off and then we're going to win this football game where it's like the Jags is like every time something went wrong, it kind of snowballed. Like, like Ridley doesn't get in the end zone. Everything changed. Like it just, 
everything seems to still snowball for the Jags. They don't quite have that that winter mentality yet. We're in the holiday season now. If you want coal under the Christmas tree, be the Buffalo Bill fan that admits this is a good thing for the Bills. Say it out loud so Santa can hear you. Because now here's a second contender that you're going up against to get a playoff spot that just lost their quarterback. Jet fan, you can be jealous. Because imagine Jet fan thinking, this could have been us in contention. We maybe have just written off the Bengals and the Jags. They're out of it. We can be better than all these teams. Bills fans can be like, we got Josh Allen. We got a tough schedule. But mm. pound for pound, matchup versus matchup, if we had to face off with some of these teams, I feel like we, the Buffalo Bills, talking about someone's going to get coal under the tree, for being happy about another quarterback getting injured, are in a better spot today than what we were 24 hours ago for our playoff chances. Uh, you're in a better spot today if you make the playoffs. But there's still a big if, man. Because speaking of quarterbacks, you, you got to get through that Patrick Mahomes guy on the 10th in Kansas City. You then host that Dak Prescott guy. Then you're at Justin Herbert, who I think the Chargers are crap, but still. You could easily be one and two after those three games. You should annihilate the Pats, and then oh, you're at that that Tua guy's house down in Miami. So you got to get there first. Like, no offense, Bills fan, you dug yourself a hell of a hole. Not yourself, but the team. You get there, yeah. Then it's like, hey, how much of Trevor Lawrence is is playing at that point? Because the Jags will still get there. I would think they'll get there. Um, I almost feel like it's bad for the Bills. Don't you want the top heavy teams? to annihilate all the other teams to open up the wild cards for you? Don't you want the the Jags and and the Dolphins to just kind of win out unless they're facing you so that you you just win your games? This is like a tier system you're getting at here, right? Where you're like, these top three teams, uh, for this conversation here, Jacksonville and Cincinnati, we need you guys, tier one, the top four teams, to destroy five, six, seven, because we've yeah. conceded we are not going to catch Miami. That's an interesting way to look at it. I, I guess that does make sense where it's like, if you concede you're not going to catch the Dolphins, you need everybody else below us to get beat. And here are the best uh, people to take on that, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. The, all right, so right now the Bills are 6-6. Six and six. They're in 11th place in the AFC. In front of them are the Bengals, who obviously after watching Jake Browning play, you can't write him off. The Denver Broncos, the Houston Texans, the Colts, the Browns, and the Steelers. If, if the Dolphins, Ravens, Chiefs, and Jags just run rough shot through the league and you don't face – you only face the Chiefs. That's the only one you got left. Everybody else is is not them. Well, I'm sorry. You still have the Dolphins. I, I, I apologize. So you got to play two more games against those guys. If they annihilate everyone else – because the Bills are still good enough to go win a Super Bowl. They have enough talent to do that. They haven't played like that, but they have it. But now it's a numbers game. It's it's wins math now. You have to You have to do the math. On how you get to 10 wins. So you got to go what? Four and one at least. But that may not be enough if guys like Cincinnati and Cleveland and the Colts and the Texans are all out there just scrapping along because they're ahead of you right now. So you kind of need the big teams to clear a path and then regret that they cleared that path for you when the playoffs start. This sounds like chess, checkers, some type of war strategy game, stratego, risk. The weirdest thing is when you have to root for the team you hate the most because them winning. Look, I'm not Raiders are never going to catch the Chiefs. They're in 13th now, five and seven. They need the top heavy teams to annihilate everyone else, and then they need to go out there and win their games. 
That's that's where the Bills are. They're only a game ahead of the Raiders right now. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good stretch. We're gonna have some fun with this thing. But I will tell you that uh, as, as we mentioned, uh, Trevor Lawrence probably gonna miss some games. They have not ruled him out yet. They've ruled out uh, Walker Little, the offensive lineman who stepped on him. He hurt himself in that play stepping on on Lawrence. He's a, he's questionable. Uh, Kirk is out. Lawrence still questionable. Joe Burrow's out. Aaron Rodgers out. Daniel Jones out. Anthony Richardson out. Kenny Pickett's going to miss some time. Deshaun Watson out. Kirk Cousins out. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's yay. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's issues with the Jets and whatever they have at quarterback. We, we can talk about that. Oh, thank you, because I'm all fired up about this. I got some takes about all Barbara right. Walters. I like the new Barbara Walters of sports media today. Oh, I know who you're going oh, after. Oh, yeah. He's royalty, man. You Good better look gosh. out. You better look out. Don't you sleep on that guy. Uh, Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. That's who I'm talking about. You know I love myself, uh, Doc Fred Dreer and the team over the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I've got an appointment coming up before the end of the year to go over there and um, and and get the mouthpiece adjusted because it's starting to get a little loose after time. It's been forever. And it's holding tough, but it's like they're like, listen, come on in. Let's fix it up a little bit. Let's get you right so that you're sleeping great. Guys, you know this. Anybody who's listening to the old show knows this. This time of year, I used to I used to lose my voice. It's because I was snoring so aggressively. It was it was it was messing up my vocal cords. That and you know, a little acid reflux from all the partying. But what are you gonna do? Can't fix everything. <laughs> At least I'm not snoring, you know. At least the sleep apnea is under control. And that's made such a difference. Like I can I can enjoy myself more. Like my my day starts with Tech East goes to Firebirds, comes to Fox Sports Radio with Gaz, LeVac and Gaz, and then usually goes back to whatever I couldn't get finished before that every day. You got to be well-rested to get through a day like that. And I'm not even good at what I do. I'm just rested and move around a lot, so people think I'm busy. And it all starts by calling 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa help me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better, too. That is, unless you're a Jets fan, We'll talk quarterbacks next right here Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Bull Riding, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin iHeartRadio Earth is here with little tips for a healthier planet. When dining out or shopping at the grocery store, ask for sustainable seafood. By choosing sustainable seafood, you can help reduce overfishing, bycatch, loss of top predators, illegal fishing, and other harmful environmental impacts. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips for smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com earth. Help the planet with a tip from iHeartRadio Earth. Education doesn't just take place in the classroom. There are many ways children of all ages can learn about sustainability and the environment at home. Visit iHeartRadio.com earth for a list of resources, activity guides, and toolkits that are educational and fun for the whole family. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips for smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com earth. I wax my brows, chin, back, legs, 
underarms. Bikini. Yes. Toes. And it makes me feel so, so smooth. Whoever you are, whatever you wax, European Wax Center makes everybody smooth. No one does wax like us. Come see for yourself and your first wax is free. Book at WaxCenter.com. First time guests only. Valid only for select services. Additional terms may apply. Participation may vary. Visit WaxCenter.com for terms and conditions. Hey, it's Levac and Guys. Guys, I-, I like spending the holidays in pairs or better. Can we go to Hooters? Yes, we can, Levac. Happy holidays. Friday, December 22nd, our final show of 2023. Out live on location under the orange roof. Come celebrate the holidays with us. Food, beer, drink, sports. And a little bit of holiday spirit. Ho, ho, hot wings, my friend. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you join us at Hooters Friday, December 22nd, starting at 3 o'clock. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95, 9 and 980. Happy holidays from Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Lillian David is your jeweler for generations, and we can take your family heirlooms and turn them into something new. Discover the difference at a true family-owned jeweler. Lillian David, located in the shops at Wilton, just down from TJ Maxx. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. I kind of just want to, you're pretty fired up. I just want to let you go, buddy. Oh, you want to talk about the new sports media member, Bill Whitaker? Oh, it's a different one. I thought you were I thought you were going to go off with someone else. All right, go. Yeah. No, 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 no. I will. Start here. Bill Whitaker, if you don't know who that name is, that is a legendary journalist for 60 Minutes. Hard-hitting journalism. The pride of my alma mater, Hobart College. This guy sits down with politicians, newsmakers, and, like, we all know the show 60 Minutes. It's very heavy journalism. I heard it takes you two hours to watch 60 Minutes. (laughs) This is the serious stuff. And usually, like, there's a seat. And there's another seat. You know, I have like the one camera and then the second camera. It's just really intense. Like we want to see the emotion of the person we're interviewing. What the hell was Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers doing today? <laughs> Pat McAfee at this point owes us money for the amount of headlines this guy can to make. But well, he, it's, he's smart. It's New York sports. We're the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. The New York Jets continue to be the talk of 2023. We get this interview. Like he's one of the great journalists of all time. There's Aaron Rodgers in his chair facing Pat McAfee, who's trying to be a big J journalist. Is it odd that he's still wearing the tank top black shirt? I'm a Mo- fan. Right. Most people in this setting would probably at least try to act like it. And Pat McAfee is not a big J journalist. Like this is out of his comfort zone. And how dare I? That was not a black tank top today. He was wearing it was dark green. He's been, he has been stretching out a little bit. He says he's getting in shape. This was the worst today. You know, I feel like I've been saying that a lot about the New York teams. I thought we had gone too far. But the cringe factor of Aaron Rodgers having to come in studio today for McAfee to talk about the scandal that was Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, as if somebody was being attacked or a crime was being committed or that 60 Minutes had to cover the story, was nauseating. <laughs> 
I don't know if you felt this. Please. No, oh, I was. I was. 518-690-0980. If you haven't seen Bill Whitaker or, uh, let's say, some great journalists here locally, whoever this was covering, the great Chet Davis was out on this, A.J. Penkowski, some real journalists out there covering, nauseating today from McAfee and Aaron Rodgers. I um, I have zero issue with Pat, what Pat McAfee does. I really do. I think it's the the beauty of what he does is he does it his way. He spent good money on getting the number one sports guest. You want you know the the sports man of the year is Aaron Rodgers. And every time he opens, a, he speaks into an open microphone. Every time he does anything, it's it's news. It's everywhere. He's the guy. Um, so I'm I have no problem with McAfee. I think it, I think McAfee's hysterical with what he's been doing. I think I think the way he does it, I think there's a reason he's been able to cash checks from like every sports provider in the universe. Uh, but the I see. I thought you were gonna be thrilled. I really you did? did. Why? Well, uh, let me start with. I thought you were gonna be thrilled because when when Rogers and McAfee were talking about his target date of returning for December twenty fourth. They talked about it in past tense. They talked about it as if it was no longer going to happen. And and then at the end, you know, Rogers, who's he's not stupid. No flies on him, man. He goes, ah, you know, anything can happen. He keeps the dream alive a little bit. <laughs> but they spoke about that as if this latest transgression that's going on and the 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 last loss is enough to say, well, listen, we're and and you know, mathematically alive was used. There's three teams who can actually clinch playoff spots this week. None of them are the Jets. They they could have just sat there and go, no, you know, everything's moving along. He pointed out you're not wearing the brace, you're not wearing this. The, he talked, Roger said that had always been, that was, I was, 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 was. I thought you would hear that interview, forget all the other nonsense and go, Oh, Tommy's wallet is clean. Like, you're not going to have to buy drinks at Rivers at this rate. Good. Good. I even miss- You're so angry about the way it was set up. You're so jealous of Pat McAfee. You're jealous of Pat McAfee. That's a, The only thing he hasn't done that you dreamt about doing is, is like, be on the sideline for Syracuse. Like, to, be, to interview the head coach of Syracuse football during the game. Pro wrestling announcer- uh, big, big cash running his own show, doing it however he wants to do it. College game day. He's, and he was so good on college game day this week. He was so good on college game day this week. Normally I flip between the two. Normally I'm over on, you know, big noon with Fox. Cause that's our brand. Yes. I couldn't leave him because when he picked against, <laughs> when he picked again. He sat there and he sang the whole song they do and the whole nine. George hit right. Oh yeah. yeah. And then and then went against them. Oh, it was it was heel work at its at its finest. He is doing a phenomenal job. You're jealous of him because you can't wear the sleeve of shirts. You're jealous of him because of his brand, and you're jealous of him because he keeps making news with Aaron Rodgers. No, no. He wore dress pants today. I also wore dress pants. So that's basically we're even here. Let me get my leg up here, Levac. He could just jump up on the table though. He has a he has a he has a pro wrestling ring in his barn out back. I will fully admit that I did not catch the past tense references by Aaron Rodgers. It slipped by me. I do feel good about that. I do like that. That that does make me feel a little bit better about 
Bill Whitaker, this hard-hitting journalist, getting deep into there <laughs> with his khakis and cut sleeve on. But uh, as much as I did not like it, that part, selfishly, I like a lot. There is one thing that does not pass the smell test in the whole Zach Wilson thing. I don't know if you've caught it yet. Now, this has been about 24 hours since this happened. This is really in the weeds, really in there. So, again, this is might blow people's minds what I'm about to talk about here. Okay. So, the Zach Wilson report comes out yesterday from Diana Rossini. Now, we talked about Diana Rossini. However, if you look across social media and the teams and people who cover the Jets, traditional, non-traditional, that report hit at the exact moment by three different reporters. Like, not an hour, not 30 minutes. Like, minute by minute by minute. Bang, bang, bang. All the reporters had it. Now, usually what that means, and Levesque, if, if you've seen something different like this, let me know. But usually when I see a reporter go back, 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 that means, not like Chris Berman, that a press release came out or a statement from a school came out. Like, they all got the same email. They're all going to post it on social. It all came out. When something's not released by a team and three reporters who are on the beat have the same story at the same exact second, tweet at the same exact that means something weird's going on. So, oh, I know what happened. If you want oh, I want you to guess because I have a feeling that we might be sniffing this out and the smell test doesn't feel right. What do you think happened here? Did you, did you hear what happened on WFAN? I sure did. Yeah, Joe Beningo, who is a, you know, well, he he's a guy, he actually won, he won a contest, right? And that's how he started his career yes, like a, doing sports talk. Yes. Diehard fan. Um, he... Some somehow he has befriended Robert Sala. They went golfing before the season. I think Sala's like, hey, this is the biggest critic of the Jets. Let me go hang out with him. Let me see if I can win him over. They were texting back and forth, and he interpreted Robert Sala's text about Zach Wilson as a negative about Zach Wilson. You could interpret it either way. Like he he Beningo allegedly texted Sala saying. I think you got to go back to Zach. To which Sal wrote back, are you serious? And the two interpretations are, one is, are you serious? He sucks. He's terrible. He doesn't want to play. The other interpretation would be, you've been killing Zach Wilson for three years, and you're the one trying to tell me to go back to him? Are you serious? So the he was live on the afternoon show, and he was reading personal text between him and Robert Sala. So, Robert Sala, you're a fool. You should not be texting Joe Beningo. Whether they're a radio host, whether they're a reporter, whether they're a YouTube host, whatever they do, there is still somewhere deep in the core of I have a job to do. I know you feel like you can trust me, but there's certain things you got to be careful about telling me. Here's what I honestly think happened. From what you just talked about, from you and I working in the business long enough, I feel like there's a group chat between the Jet reporters. Like they're friends. Like you and I. Well, are they up- listen. They listen to FAN. Yes. Like and and once like I don't golf. I, I have golf with Greg Atusa. If Greg sent me a very personal text, or I would, if he sent me one that could be interpreted either way, I would be like, "Yo, I need you to explain that." I wouldn't just I, this. This is what I think happened, bro. Like, no, I wouldn't. Like, that's a pretty good beningo, by the way. It was pretty good. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I feel like what happened is this, right? Like, okay. Beningo maybe is in this text too. I don't know if there's like a, hey, jet reporter text. A bunch of people are in. But 
like you and I, we're in a mass text with Liana Bonavina, former member of the media, AJ Pinkowski, and the Pat Brian Mariano. Like, there's a bunch of people who were in a mass text. Not in the same text, though. They're no, all no, no, all different texts. <laughs> but they are your friends who have similar jobs. Right. So if we got a story that we had, we might just be talking about it. So it either feels like step one is all three of these jet reporters who had the story at the same exact time and tweeted the same exact time colluded together. Which I find a little hard to believe because they all do have jobs and one has to beat the other. There's still some competition in the reporting world. Or two, Robert Sala's in that mass text. No. Well, and he said it because he said it at the Beningo. So he probably has a similar report yeah, with the reporters. He, but I don't think he said I don't think he said what he's it's being reported he said. Yes. There's there is I, a chance that Zach Wilson's agent did come in and go, hey. Why are we gonna? Why, what are we doing? You're you're breaking my client. You're breaking him. Um, and and listen, if it comes out that Zach Wilson is part of that, and he he thinks that he's too good for this at this point or something like that. Yeah, flush him, flush him. But when, so you and I have been to Jets camp multiple times. We've we've hung out with a lot of those reporters in different places, whether it's covering the Super Bowl or something like that. That's a group. They all know each other. They all. They, some like him, some some get along, some don't. I don't know if there's a mass text or whatever, but I can I can guarantee you when because of because of Joe Beningo's air quote friendship with Robert Sala, they know he does a weekly hit every Monday at four o'clock on WFAN. They know it, and they probably tune in. Yeah, it's probably nothing. Might be said, what? Okay, maybe they heard a little something. Now that's their second source. You know, maybe they heard that he didn't want to play or his agent. Wanted him out of there or whatever. Oh, but then goes to that two sources. I, I'm clean. I can go. I just i I feel I feel like what a stupid thing. Like you, I, I don't ever want you guys to go listen to any of those other shows because I want you to listen to this show, whether it be you know 95.9 FM or 9.80 AM or the the app or whatever. But like I've heard enough of Joe Beningo over my life that he's like I'm a homer. Like, I'm a fan, but I do try to do something of a professional job. That dude's a fan. Like, that dude is is a Jets fan through and through and through, and you cannot expect a fan, short for a fanatic, to be rational when the head coach is, co- is communicating with him. You can't. So, big mistake by Sala. Big mistake. Like, career-costing mistake by Robert Sala. And then for Joe Beningo to befriend someone, and then share a personal text on the air without without getting clarification. That's that's kind of gross, too. Yes, all those things are true. I want to read this Rogers quote that came from McAfee today. Talking about everything going on, quote, When you use sources to try and assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach, I have a real hard time with that. You're basically saying that this kid's quitting on the team and doesn't want to play. Now, when the, yeah. when the report... Which is true. Yeah, I totally agree. And I... As much as Aaron Rodgers has said some weird stuff this year, I totally agree with him, and I'll even push it further that once that report came out from multiple Jet reporters yesterday, Robert Sala was in a lose-lose situation because he can't admit it's true because if he admits, like, yeah, Zach doesn't want to play, what a slap in the face it is to the rest of the career of Zach Wilson it is to the Jets organization that our quarterback, we took number two overall, doesn't he want to play, and he's going to be talked about is the all-time biggest bust by me and Joker Douglas. That's one way to do it. The second situation is to say, like, 
uh, Zach's going to be our starter. We can't do that because he doesn't want to play. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing that Robert Sala can well, do. Well, did you post. hear him? He actually he said, like, he came to me. He said he wants to play. He made it clear he wants to play. So is he playing? I'm not there yet. The, <laughs> and that quote, like, you, again, you, you, God bless you. I love you and your wife that you guys have been together forever. There are breakups where you, like, you think you've got her back or him back, depending upon how, you, how you're living or who you're with. And they go, you go, okay, so we're good? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, so you're, you're, you, we're, we're back together? I'm not there yet. That is, that, that is the rug pulled out. That's the, that's the guffaw punch to the gut. Like, that means I, do, I can't count on you yet. So by him saying I'm not there yet means he hasn't convinced me he wants to be there. Or, or something like that. Because you've then, as as the New York Post so lovingly put it, you lanced your Boyle because you cut Tim Boyle. You brought in Brett Ripken off the practice squad over, was he, Seattle, I think he is this time. I know he was in L.A. Um, so, like, you obviously don't it, – it, you knew it wasn't going to be Boyle. You don't, you don't cut a guy if he's in the conversation to be a starter that week. So you knew it was going to be – so it's going to be Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon, who sucked too. Or Brett Ripken, who doesn't even know your plays. So you're either, if you don't put Zach Wilson out there, something's really wrong, and you're not there yet because you don't count on, you can't count on him. Because skill wise, he's the best of those, of those three options, right? Do you think Aaron Rodgers thought he'd be sitting there in December, defending Zach Wilson about whether or not no. he'd play this season with McAfee he, on I, a big chair? I think he thought that, but if if Zach Wilson came up at all during this time, it would be him anecdotally saving the guy's career. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know we're about to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, Zach's really coming along in practice, though. He's really he's a great teammate, and then on to how great he is, how great Aaron Rodgers is. But here's the thing, right? So Robert Sala, you you broke a rule. You 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 texted with a fan who happens to have a microphone. Do you get fired? And if you do get fired, can you be fired? Are you is will Aaron Aaron Rodgers allow you to be fired? And I know a lot of people are like, well, yeah, but it's Robert Sala, whatever. No, no. Remember, how many times have you ever fired a head coach, replaced him, and kept your offensive coordinator? Because you got to keep your OC, and you can't promote your OC. You can't promote your DC because both of them have sucked this year. So what do you, who you who you bringing in that's going to keep Nathaniel Hackett and make Aaron Rodgers happy? My belief, do I think he'd get fired? No, I don't think he would. I think in 2024. I honestly think he should. Even without, after just the leaking to the press of what really happened, without even getting a chance to go with the Aaron Rodgers thing, because he really hasn't had the chance to go with Aaron Rodgers yet. You can't be, you cannot. Look at what just happened over an ambiguous text. Like there's a reason, there's a reason certain guys don't reply to us. When there's, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. and there's a reason why they, when they do. It's like, listen, I can't talk about that. Or you're instead of a text, your phone rings. Like, hey, what happened here? And then your phone rings, and it's uh, coach of this team. Uh, listen, I can't really get into it off the record. It's this because now there isn't a written record of it. Now it's he said he said. If we get into it on the air, like to text over, are you serious? Even though maybe he very fully meant it as. Hey, are you you're the biggest Zach Wilson hater in the world? Are you serious right now? You need to either write that out or not reply. I would say Robert Sala's job is safe, but every day it's being harder and harder for me to feel confident in that take. 
And what I mean by that is examples like this. Plus, my believability, if that's a word, belief is probably actually the word. My belief that the New York Jets can be a Super Bowl contender in the 2024 regular season is lessened every day by the lack of output by this offense and a new one. I've got a new reason why I don't believe in the Jets anymore for 2024 or feel less confident. Because of what's happening in Green Bay. Jordan Love is playing awesome this month. He has been killing it for the Packers. So now i got some examples of, I know we all thought Rodgers was great, and we already did this example of it's being Mike McCarthy's fault, but now LaFleur's pretty good, and Jordan Love's doing really well in Green Bay. I know we all thought it was the reason the Packers won was because of Rodgers. They're starting to win without him. Like they are, yeah, but the Jets stink without him. We're going to find out the truth maybe in 2024. Did Rodgers being good mean Brett Favre sucked? And and remember, Brett Favre was okay with the Jets, and then he got his feet under him in Minnesota, and he was great. So it's it's still they both can be true. Yeah, I I just think you you're at a point with what you've done, with what you've allowed to happen, Woody Johnson, that if you want to fire anybody, you got to fire everybody, including your quarterback. You might have to move on from Aaron Rodgers if you if you make a move. Oh, and there we go. You beat me to it. I was going to say, if you fire everybody, then what's up with Rodgers? Like, you you lost belief in Rodgers if you've let that go because you went all in, it didn't work, and then next season, I mean, Rodgers could retire. If you fire Salah and Hackett and you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm actually not good. Don't you feel play. like Boyle was kind of a warning shot? Boyle, Cotton Boyle was like, hey, listen, we tried it your way, Aaron. You weren't here. This didn't work. We weren't prepared for life without you. Watch watch how quickly a lot of those other guys are gone for next year. I would say no because I don't know why Boyle was ever in the NFL. Like, well, ever. Well, again, because Aaron Rodgers wanted him with him. You know, he wanted he wanted another guy in the room to teach everybody what he wanted. And that guy in the room turned out to be a guy who can't play quarterback. Well, that doesn't matter. That wasn't his job. His job was to do what I wanted. His job was to wash my jock. And, <laughs> and then I blew up my Achilles, so whatever. Um, I, it's, it's, it's going to get real, real, real interesting in, in Jets land. There's no doubt about that in, in my mind at all. Um, listen, when you're, you gotta do, you gotta do things you love. You know what I mean? You gotta do the things you love. It's I, no matter how bad my day is, I hop in my Silverado and I love my day because I'm in my truck. I love my truck. You can love your vehicle too. That's my safe time. That's the, that's me time. That's just Jeff. Over there in ScarJo, oh. my Black Widow Silverado, and it was, and it's because I sat down, I took the time, I talked to everybody over at Mohawk Chevrolet, and we found the right vehicle for me. And right now, there are some great, great, great specials on select Silverados and Equinox. Over 140 new vehicles on the lot at Mohawk Chevrolet. Perfect time to get in there. We were talking earlier about some snowflakes out there. Make sure your vehicle's ready for the winter. Get at least get it, you know, checked out, taken care of, so you have some peace of mind this year. But I would say go ahead and get yourself into some beautiful Silverado. I feel like I'm, I'm safe out there. I'm good to go. I can drive within reason wherever I need to be. And that is a great way to feel. Even if you want to sell your vehicle, Mohawk Chevrolet is the place to go. They have great specials for everything. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. And maybe Jets. Maybe Knicks. You never know. Next, right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.
It's about guys. Don't forget, every Friday we do fantasy versus reality thanks to our good friends at Hooters on Wolf Road. Marketing your calendar a little bit after 4 o'clock, that second segment the 4 o'clock hour. I give you three plays for the fantasy football weekend. Levesque gives you three wagers for you to win thanks to our friends under the orange roof. I like to say I give winners and then you you try real hard. It's what? nice it's what you do there. Uh, don't forget to come by and enjoy great draft beer specials, amazing food specials, and it's a great time to get gift cards over at Hooters on Wolf Road. Thank you so much for Fantasy versus Reality with Levesque Goss. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited-time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at dell.com deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com deals. USX Pest Control. LeVac, we love USX Pest Control. 2023, we've seen it all happen. Came to our homes, made sure it was safe this summer, and then we watched it develop through the fall, now into the winter. Our homes continuing to stay safe. Thanks to Tim and Frank and Victor and Kristen, we've got the game plan to continue to keep our homes safe. We know from experience that now you can do the same just by calling them today. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know me. I like easy. The platinum plan is so easy. They... You know, once a month, come out, make sure everything's where it's supposed to be, you know, check in with you. Hey, have you noticed anything? Are you worried about anything? What do you want? What's going on? What do you want me to look at? It's so easy. And then you get an email that tells you everything they did. It's, I mean, I, I don't like to put effort into things. I can't, I know you look at the swimmer's <laughs> build and think I do, but when you can just like legit say, 
hey, USX Pest Control, can you just take care of this for me? And they go, yeah, no problem. It's all done. It's a beautiful thing. Do it today. Get that free inspection scheduled at USXPest.com. And then free and easy with no vermin, pest, or nonsense in your house. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I just realized one of my biggest questions about the NBA in-season tournament, what happens to the courts afterwards? Like They go to a third-world country? Right? Can you imagine? Well, because like, everybody has a special court for, for this. If you haven't watched it yet, they're really loud. Some of them are cool. Some of them are over the top. I, I don't love the Knicks one. It's like I know that the Knicks color is orange, so it makes sense. A little too much orange for me. But like, what do they do with them afterwards? Like, Is this their next court? Is this, I was like, was part of this the NBA seeing if people were going to react well to a louder, more vibrant court? I assume they go to nursing homes of courts and they're all sitting there stacked up waiting for the time for someone to just make them fire. That's so stupid. That's so dumb. <laughs> Too far. Yeah. It, was, it felt, didn't think it through. I you thought about it halfway through and I'm like, yeah. I can't go now. It's live. I'm going. You're that. I'm going to go down. That. You're that dad who went to the roller skate party with the kids. Like, I can roller skate. And if you can, oh, it's done. No, it's just, I, I looked at them all. So you got, you know, you get 30 brand new crazy courts. And I just wonder, like, are they, are they going to sell them? Are they going to, like, can you imagine if, like, next year? He's like, all right. So when the one tournament, the, the, was it the Mac tournament that had the Sienna court for a little while? Yes. And, like, you're sitting there watching, like, like wait a minute. They're in, whatever city and that's the sienna court oh i'm sorry the basketball tournament at onondaga community college yes. at sienna the, that's the million dollar basketball tournament right. right it was using the sienna court and it was in you know sienna made a very smart deal with them and it was it was it was great but it's just it's one of those things like i look at that stuff and i go huh i wonder like are they trying to see if they can get away with more colorful courts are they going to use these for something else or am i just do i need do i need a life and it could be a mixture of all those things. I'm glad that's your takeaway from yesterday's action in the in-season tournament. We'll talk about the in-season tournament. We're going to. Seven because, minutes. there we go. Because it's almost like you've said this about yourself. Look at this shining light. What? Way over here. Mm-hmm. Don't get distracted. Because while you were looking at the court, and it was an odd court, uh, it actually, for the first time, you and I have been trashing the in-season tournament. Some of it was kind of cool yesterday. No, 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 no. Okay. That's not uh, what it was. Let me spin it let down. Me be, let me okay. be clear on why I'm paying attention to it. All right. The Knicks are doing well. Okay. The Knicks lose tonight. I'm done. I, it's over. I care because my team is has my my team at this moment has a one in six chance of winning the in-season tournament. Positive and negative. Let's go with positive first. Positive. Last night, the crowd in Indy. Can we give this up a little bit? The Indianapolis crowd last night made the game. They made it feel like a playoff game. They really wanted to beat Boston. It's better than a usual Monday game in December. It had a playoff feel. Can we at least give the fans in Indiana credit for buying in last night? I watched zero minutes of that game. Okay. But I did love the outcome. Anytime Boston loses and complains, I'm I'm all in. I'll take that as a yes, then. I'll take that as a yes. (laughs) Here's the negative part. Even though the Knicks are in, we'll talk about it in the top four at four, and we'll see what the Knicks can do tonight. If you want to be negative today, Nick fan, this seems like a stretch, but Halliburton for the Pacers. Whoa. Where did this kid come from? Nick fan could get mad today and say, is this another one we missed? Like no (laughs) one was talking about him. Nobody was talking about how good he could be. And the stats he's putting up right now 
are MVP quality stats, but for him to really be in the discussion for the MVP, the Pacers have to do far better. And Jokic is always great. He's not going to win such the a MVP. Negative dance. No, I, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I brought up a positive and a negative. That's all I'm saying is that how about, how about if you this? want to be negative, you could say, "Why don't the Knicks have him?" Yeah, but what if he beat him? Good. Good. Here, here's here's the positive take for all of you who don't live in Gaza's negative world. Let's let him with the positive. No one is picking the Knicks to beat the Bucks. No one is picking the Knicks. Not in this game. Not in a regular season game. Not in a playoff game. Nothing. If the Knicks beat the Bucks on the way to this stupid fake title. Mentally, you then change it in your head to, we beat them in a meaningful game. They couldn't stop us. We have taken a step forward. That's that's how you do it. You use this as motivation to beat the Bucks and take down the Greek freak. That's Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, all out there in a in a in a title game, taking down the Bucks on an ugly green court. Ugly court. It is very ugly. But I think that's I again I just I I think that Adam Silver has a there's a method to his madness. I think the things he does, though on the outside looking at you're like, oh, are you just trying to be soccer? And there's more to it. Like he's kissing up to Vegas because he knows he's gonna try to get a team in Vegas. And he, he's he's kissing up to the players that don't make enough money. He's doing he's you know, all this. But I also wonder. Not, he's trying to get more ratings during the regular season. What's up with those courts? Those courts are ugly. There's a couple of them that are decent, but none of them look good. I'm wondering if they're going to start. They're going to start cramming these multicolored courts down our throats next. There's certain foods that I don't like, and you could tell pretty quick, according to my wife, and maybe according to you, Levac. You've been in places where I eat that quickly. You can tell I yeah. either love that meal or I'm going to be very polite and not say anything about it. Now. I've come to the realization that even if I don't like something, whether it's at a restaurant or somebody's house or friends or family, I will just finish it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel too rude to not finish the meal. I will pound it down. I will like, take it to pound town. I, sure. If there's openings there, that's where it would go. That's sort of. But during that horrible meal, there might be a French fry or two that I like. Maybe the bread was good. That is, in my mind, what I've done with the in-season tournament for the NBA. Most of this I haven't enjoyed. Most of it I thought was a bad idea, but here I go swallowing the content anyways. <laughs> I'm eating it. That last night was the first time it tasted good for me. That's what I've convinced myself. You can have a bad meal, but some of the bad meal can be good. That's what Pacer Celtics was last night. Yeah, well, I mean, but they were they would have played each other anyway, probably, right? Put, put a little hot sauce on uh, it. They had some hot sauce on that bad meal last see, night. You in your I like the analogy, except for the fact that it's real easy to see whether or not you like what you're eating. How much of it has seeped into the computer that you're sitting in front of? Because you eat on there, and it's absolutely treacherously disgusting. It's just the fact that even our guy John over at Moa Honda had to go and like clean your computer for you. All I need is a good meal, a laptop, and a tasty C4, and I'm good for the day. <laughs> Doesn't even matter what flavor, Levac. We love C4, whether it's the Arctic Snow Cone, the Orange Slice, the Starburst, Skittles. 
all the different flavors of C4 that you can get your started day correct with C4. I will admit, I've been slacking. I love C4. It's been my drink of the summer and the fall, but the winter, I got to get back to Stewart to get some more C4 in my system. I had the day today. If you are a coffee drinker, if you're another energy drinker, you have the moments where you go to work, you're like, ugh, I can't get that taste out of my mouth. I had a coffee bad taste today. And I thought to myself, this is why you drink C4. I was about this to, is why we tell people about C4. I was about to call our guy Spence because I've been going around and I keep finding like, you know, two or three flavors in a lot of places. So I'm like, you know, they're all good, whatever. But, you know, I love the orange slice. That's that's my jam. That's my number one. Um, so I went to Stewart's today on my way over to the uh, to the arena to, to work on some Firebird stuff. And I noticed that they had like two rows of orange slice. Had two rows of orange <laughs> slice. What? For the first time, the lady at Stewart's had to ask me, do you want a bag for that? And I had to say yes, because I bought both rows. Both? Because I was not taking Listen, I haven't seen it in a little while. I know our boy, our boy Spence has been banged up. He hasn't been out there making sure it's perfect for me like he always does. So I saw my orange slice. It's basically, I bought a 12-pack of C4. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm proud of it. I'm not ashamed. I got mine. Are they in your car? I'm not telling you where they are. I'll Venmo you. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you just judged me for buying a 12-pack of C4. Didn't I didn't wait, hang on. First I of saw all, your face. You want both? I thought it was just one. Didn't you no. hear my coffee story? I need a couple C4s. Yeah, go to the store. I was. Somebody bought both rows when I was of, there. Of orange slice. They had, they had a bunch of other cool stuff too. They had the midnight cherry there too. I if it's there tomorrow, I'll probably buy both those rolls too. <laughs> I just felt weird buying a case of C4 out loose out of the Stewart's freezer or cooler. It's, but you, know, you never know what tomorrow will bring. Uh, if you're yeah. missing C4 locally, LeVac and guys have them. But as, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, You don't have nothing. Oh, <laughs> all right. I worked my that's way like, to that. Okay. That's like me going weed and Mike Court all the time. Oh, well, we own a football team. We own, he's like, you don't know nothing. <laughs> Get your C4 today. Top four at four stacks. I wax my brows. 